Hi, I'm Avi Melamed. Welcome to my podcast, Inside the Middle East. In today's episode, we will look at what seems to be a growing rift between Qatar and Turkey, only recently a close allies. Earlier this month, Qatari-owned news network Al Jazeera has broadcast in English a long report documenting the brutal oppression of Turkish journalists and thinkers by the Turkish president, Erdogan. The report was broadcast in an interesting conjunction, exactly the same time Qatari ruler Tamim Ben Hamid Al Thani was visiting in Washington and meeting with President Trump. Broadcasting that program is very intriguing because Qatar and Turkey has quite close relationships. Qatar's investment in Turkey, for example, estimated at about $20 billion. The scale of trade between the two states is estimated to exceed $5 billion within the next couple of years. The two states also share some common denominator vis-à-vis their relationship with the Arab Gulf monarchies. Qatar has been trying to lead constantly an independent foreign policy, sometimes defying the formal line dictated by the major Arab Gulf monarchies, Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. Qatari independence tendency results in growing tensions in its relationship with the other Arab Gulf monarchies. In fact, since 2017, Qatar is under a blockade imposed by the Saudis and the United Arab Emirates following Qatar's independent foreign policy that is not complying with the former line of the Arab Gulf monarchies. Turkish President Erdogan is trying to position himself as the leader of the Sunni world in the Middle East. Their aspiration results in discontent and rejection by Saudi Arabia, the Arab Gulf monarchies, and let alone Egypt, who is in the last couple of years in a quite open collision track with Erdogan and Turkey. Thus, opposing the Arab Gulf monarchies and Egypt, both Qatar and Turkey adopt similar guiding lines vis-à-vis their regional and foreign policy. One example is the close relations they maintain with Iran. Other example is their support of the Muslim Brotherhood movement, who defined by the Saudis and the Egyptians as a terror organization. In that context, for example, Qatar is the major sponsor of the Palestinian Hamas movement that rules Gaza Strip. Hamas is an offspring of the Muslim Brotherhood movement. Moreover, reportedly, Qatar enabled a military presence of Turkey in Qatar. Given those facts, it is thus puzzling why did Qatar broadcast the program documenting the brutal oppression of Turkish journalists by Erdogan. Apparently, the reason has to do with three different levels. One is the desire of Qatar to end the blockade that is charging a heavy toll on the state. The other thing is the growing tension between the United States and Turkey, and particularly over the purchase of the S-400 missile system from Russia. The third one is the growing tension in the Gulf between the United States and Iran. Trump's administration expressed the willingness to play the role of an honest broker to end the domestic dispute between Qatar and the Arab Gulf monarchies. Seemingly, today more than before, 
that need is further emphasized. Apparently, Sheikh Tamim went to Washington and basically paid with the available currency that he could, and that is Turkey. Knowing that the United States and Turkey are now in a growing tension, and particularly over the deal of the S-400 missiles, it seems like as if Tamim decided to turn towards the United States at the expense of his alliance with Erdogan. One has to remember that while Erdogan is ideologically, for example, committed to the Muslim Brotherhood, that is not necessarily the case with Sheikh Tamim. His allegiance to the Muslim Brotherhood is purely tactical one. Turkey thus far avoid reaction, let alone retaliation, to the Qataris' disloyal move. As he struggles growing economic challenges, recently sustained a painful political defeat, and finding himself involved in a growing tension with the United States of America, Turkish President Erdogan probably assume it will not be wise at this point to be engaged yet with another conflict with Qatar, yesterday's his close friend. Egypt and Saudi Arabia shed no tears over the growing rift between Qatar and Turkey, particularly Saudi Arabia, who remembers very well the fact that both Qatar and Turkey has been maximizing the story of the killing of the Saudi journalist Khashoggi to poke Saudi Arabia time and again. The report in Al Jazeera about the oppression of journalists in Turkey by Erdogan clearly play very well to the hands of the Saudis. In that context, one should remind himself that the story of Khashoggi resulted in a bill in the U.S. Senate that was vetoed by President Trump that actually calls to end U.S. military support for Saudi Arabia in the context of the war in Yemen. One thus has to wonder whether the story about the oppression of Turkish journalists in Turkey is going to have similar or alike impact in the context of the relationship between the United States and Turkey. And finally, one has to take into consideration there is another frown face in the region following that story, and that is Palestinian movement Hamas that rules Gaza Strip. As mentioned before, Hamas is massively supported by the Qataris and gains some support, though mostly verbally one rather than practically one, from Turkish President Erdogan. It is quite clear that the rift between Turkey and Qatar causes a lot of concern within Hamas leadership. One should note that Qatar is a major provider for the Gaza Strip. Qatar provides Hamas with hundreds of millions of dollars a year and funds lots of civil projects inside Gaza Strip. The policy of Qatar has a significant role in the context of the reality inside Gaza Strip. If the growing rift between Qatar and Turkey indicates a shift in Qatar's policy, centered around the return of Qatar to the arms of the Arab Gulf monarchies and a rapprochement between Qatar and Egypt, that is a bad news for Hamas, who realizes that sooner or later such shift will be translated into demands 
that Qatar is going to present Hamas leadership in Gaza Strip. Those demands will be complying with the line dictated by the Saudis and the Egyptians. Both are clearly not very fond of Hamas. That podcast manifests one of the major statements I'm conveying in my meetings and briefings all around the world. In the Middle East, nothing stands alone. The Middle East is a long chain of links connected one to the other. And so a story about journalists oppressed by Erdogan ends somehow, in the end of the day, in Gaza Strip. I'm Avi Melamed. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit my website, www.avimelamed.com.